what is a common time limit for a hundred mile trail ultra? In other words, how long do you have to finish that bad Before boy? Before they just wrap it up and leave you laying at a comfort station somewhere? That's right. That's right. Four days. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> That's how long it'd take me to walk. <laughs> Hi, this is Landon Harrell, and I'm a big, tall basketball player from McKinney, Texas. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your host, who also happens to be my dad, Jeff, the Clydesdale Harrell. Well, way to go, Lando, with that amazing introduction. Nicely done. Landon is my youngest and tallest child. You heard from his brother, a few episodes ago on the Bandera recap, as well as his sister-in-law, Donna, hear from his brother, Hayden. Well, good job, Lando. Way to go. Well, this is Jeff Harrell, and this is the Big Ass Runner podcast, episode number 88. Fantastic show for you today. We have part four. We're going to do a four-part series of our brand new segment called Inside the Herd. And today is the fourth of the four-part series, and it is amazing, just like the other three were as well. And then in the second segment, we're going to play the most interesting game of trail trivia you've ever played. So get ready. See if you can get answers to these trail running, trail questions. And we're going to play with a couple of very special guests, so get ready for that. But before we get to the show, one real quick note. In my hands right now is for me the much awaited, much anticipated Speed Goat Fives. Now, I am a Speed Goat fan. I've enjoyed all of them. I know there's a lot of people who enjoyed the threes, but not the fours, or the fours, not the threes. I heard the ones and twos, which I never wore, were a disaster, but I like the threes. I like the fours. So I've been really looking forward to the fives. I know we've learned on this show recently there's a lot of ultra fans. But I know there's a lot of Hoka fans out there as well. And I know there's just a lot of fans of trail running in general. So you're probably interested in this shoe. It's been long awaited. Everyone knows about the supply chain issues and all that. When I was down at the Black Canyon Ultra, Hoka was there. They told me March 15th. So March 15th, I went to the website. They were not ready yet. They finally were ready about a week ago, and they were actually delivered to the wrong house. But my neighbor just delivered these to me. They are, they look purple or blue. Maybe they're blurple and lime green and literally just got them out of the box. So what I'm going to do is give you guys, as I as I wear them this week in my runs, in my long run this weekend, and as I continue to wear them, I will give you my review. I can tell you right away, they look very similar to the fours with one big, big difference. There is a flare heel. It almost looks like Peter Pan shoes on the end of this thing. I think it's to help you get the shoes on. I didn't put them on yet. I think it's to help you get them on and off. I've also heard they catch a lot of dirt. So I'm interested to see how they actually perform. And I know a lot of you who tried the fours that didn't like them, it was because of the, the tongue was real thin and kind of dug into your ankle a little bit. It looks like they're still thin, but maybe a little bit softer. So I think they fixed that. We'll see. 
But I will let you know. I'm going to wear these in the next couple of episodes. I will give you my review, my very scientific. In fact, oh, my goodness. Great idea. We'll get the data scientist involved, and we will let you know what we think of these shoes. But, again, shoes can be so dependent on your foot size and what fits well. So you, you Hoka's just may not be your size for your shoe or the thing that fits your foot the best. I totally understand that. But I will let you know my thoughts on the highly anticipated Speed Goat number five. Well, with that, let's get going on episode number 88. Ooh, that should be like the Lynn Swan episode? The, the Drew Pearson episode? Episode number 88 of the Big Ass Runner. Well, now joining us on the Big Ass Runner Hotline is the great Kelly Fain. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. I'm super excited to be back. Oh, my gosh. I am, too. And anytime we've asked you to do anything for the show, you've been so, so gracious. You've done intros and why run. You've done all kinds of things. And we love having you on because you're just so fun. You've got so much energy. And so when I was thinking about, you know, who to have on for, for these four segments, you were one of the people that popped right into my mind. So super excited to have you on. Thank you. I am delighted. I have so enjoyed listening to all of these stories from the herd. And so I'm, I'm really excited to get to be part of it. Now. I know you've got a high bar. Do you, do you feel any pressure? To- <laughs> I do. Everybody <laughs> set the bar really high. And also too, um, I'll just add that you know, one of the best things about this podcast is the herd. And I have been just so excited to hear, you know, Andy Allen and in Denver and I kind of, you know, cut it up on the Instagram and message each other. And so I have been really excited to to hear them on here. And that's, that, been really fun. and that's been one of the, I think one of the coolest things for us on this side of, of the mic is to see that happen. That just, whenever I see a post and I see you comment and Denver comment, and Andy comment, and, you know, to each other, it's just so cool. And you guys don't live near each other. I don't know that you've ever met in person, but yet you've probably built this friendship through Instagram. And I guess a little bit because of the show. We have totally because of the show and it has been so funny. I was laughing because I was just catching up on some episodes and so I was listening to Denver and we had been joking about the big ass runner meetup at some point. It's going to happen. Where we all run together. Oh yeah. And I was telling him, I I was like, I got to let you know that I ain't coming to Michigan to run in that snow and ice that you have been running in. We're heading south. Like, we're, not, we're not here for that, Denver. I was like, we're not doing it at your house. <laughs> I think the Carolinas seem like a good like central location. We could. We could do it around here. There's plenty of beautiful trails to, to oh, be man. run. So. Some, someday. It's going to happen. I keep saying that, but it is going to happen. <laughs> I know it will. We're going we're gonna to make it happen one of these days. Well, when I was thinking about this segment, there was a question that I said, I've got to ask this hard-hitting question first of Kelly. Because, yeah. Kelly, you and I share something in common besides trail running and the love for trail running. We both love burritos and craft beer. <laughs> it's true. Because I think it's the first time thing I remember from you is burritos the size of your face. That was like the, the saying I remember from you 
where did you develop this love for burritos? Uh, it is so funny. I don't know. I um, it it is my go-to. I probably eat a burrito every day. Sometimes it's deconstructed in the form of a, a salad with beans and salsa, and you know, just kind of a mess on a plate. I don't know. I think it's the perfect food, though. It's got everything. It's got greens. It's got protein. All in one convenient little package. I mean, it's all rolled up in one little package. (laughs) And then you gotta have something. You gotta have something to to drink with it, right? So craft beer is perfect, right? Craft beer chases chases the burrito down just right. I love spicy foods, so I always put a ton of fresh, like habanero and jalapeno peppers in my burrito. And so sometimes you need that. You need the beer to, you know, sort of hit that <laughs> hit that hot spot after it burns. <laughs> no doubt. And I have not had dinner yet, so you're making me mooey hungry right now. <laughs> May I suggest a burrito the size of your face? <laughs> <laughs> done, done. Well, orient us a little bit to where you are in the world, what your day-to-day life is. Tell us a little bit about the, give us a little peek into the life of, of Kelly Fame. Sure, yeah. So I live and I'm actually from, I'm, I'm from Western North Carolina. I live in Asheville, North Carolina, which is in the Appalachian and Blue Ridge Mountain area. And it is beautiful and wonderful and the, my favorite place in the whole world. And I currently, I have, I have children. I have two children and I am working, I work for a running store. So. I didn't know that. <laughs> I do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I've worked for a food co-op for the past about 15 or 20 years of my life. And I have recently, in the past six months, taken on a job working at a local running store, which I love. So, so Kelly, what is it like to work at a running store? You know what the great thing about working for a running store is? is It's kind of part of the herd, you know? It's that everyone is sort of on their own personal journey. And I feel so lucky and really honored to to be a part of that. You know, some people are just starting out. They're they're getting ready for their first 5K ever. Some people are seasoned runners and, you know, have been running marathons their whole life. Some people are training for their 50K or, you know, 100K or 100 miler. And I think what I love about the running store and the herd and just the running community is, is just sort of the inclusivity of it. I mean, I know it's not like that in every community. Obviously, some races are very competitive, very sort of cutthroat. Um, but for someone like me who runs because, you know, they love to run, it's just a delight to see people starting out or, you know, or overcoming an injury or continuing on their run and just to meet people wherever they are is really a lovely, a lovely part of the human experience. And like, you know, I do that thing where if I'm headed to work or I'm headed like with my kids to some event or something and I see people running out on the greenway or on the roads or passing a trail, I, it just feels, I just smile at them. Sometimes I wave, you know, it just fills me with joy. I'm like, look at that person out there having such a good time running. Like that is, that's a, that's a lovely thing. That's so Fills cool. me with happiness. <laughs> so great. All right, Kelly, you grew up in Western North Carolina. What what was your childhood like? Were you an active kid? What what was that like? So I, I was born in Western North Carolina when I was about 
five or so, my folk moved down to Augusta, Georgia, which is where our herd member Andy Allen. That's lives, right. Which is sounded, we have in common. Sounded familiar. <laughs> so I lived down there for a lot of my childhood. And then, but really, you know, my, all of my family um, was still up here in the mountains and I was always itching to get back in the mountains. I spent every summer I could work in up here at summer camps or with my grandparents and then went to Appalachian State for undergrad because I just needed to, I just, you know, the mountains are my home. I just feel out of like a fish out of water <laughs> when I'm not here. And I, I mean, I guess I was, I, you know, like I was thinking about that earlier because I am not an athletic person, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen I've seen your running videos. You look very athletic to me. I think I am not super at team sports <laughs> or anything <laughs> like that. Growing up, I did not do a lot of team sports. So running was something I found much later in my life. I am I am grateful for that. But were you growing up in that in the Augusta and then loving the mountains? Were you? An outdoor person did a lot of hiking, or were you just kind of outside all the time? Oh, sure. Yes, definitely. I spent my entire childhood, even at Augusta, outside. And I also think maybe that might be a generational thing, too. Like, I remember, like, you know, in the summertime when I was a kid, if I wasn't already up here in the mountains and I was at, you know, with my parents, they would put me out in the morning with my bicycle and be like, see you later. <laughs> like, see <laughs> yeah, you at dinner. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I spent my whole childhood climbing magnolia trees and playing in creeks and stuff like that. We didn't do the whole like video game thing in my household or anything like that. Yeah. Very much a child of my own devices and the outdoors. <laughs> and we didn't have here, I grew up in Dallas, it obviously didn't have the mountains and the beautiful outdoors that you have, but we were outside all the time because that's what you did. Like you said, we, we were riding our bikes, we were playing sandlot baseball or you know with a right? tennis ball and a bat and like same thing it's like you leave in the morning and you come back sometime hopefully by about nightfall and that's what you did and summers were long and, right. and awesome and it's just not that way and I feel like we grew up in a great time I don't know I just I think I, I didn't appreciate it at the time but I definitely appreciate it more now yes I think that's true it was it was a beautiful thing just to be there was no pressure to like go to all the different camps or do all the different things or keep up with studies. It was just, I think like, you know, I grew up in like the eighties and, you know, early nineties and it was just sort of a different time. And I appreciate that looking back on it. Absolutely. I think, I think our kids and, and, you know, it's part of it is, it's just a different world that we live in today. And I, and I hate that sometimes for my kids because they don't have those same experiences a lot of times you don't know your neighbors as well because you're just not outside as much and so sure. yeah, definitely appreciate that that time that we grew up yeah you said you went to Appalachian State so we're, we may have to put a little wager together because we're playing you guys in football this year oh are you yes. um and you know that we beat Michigan yes one year. Did okay. you know that okay. I did know that that's, that's why I'm a little that's worried sort of a big deal for us <laughs> it should be that's that was awesome I haven't kept up as well as I should have since then. I think we've had a couple of good years and a couple of not so good years since then. But yes, maybe you and I need to have a friendly wager, send a, each other a, a burrito, or a burrito, <laughs> DoorDash <laughs> a burrito. <laughs> yeah, we play you guys. I think it's September 10th. It's our second game. You're coming down down to the heat in in Texas, and uh, and I'll probably be there because I'll have two kids 
in college. So I, I imagine I'll find my way down there. So yeah, I'll have to put a little wager together. Okay. I think it's on Jeff. There I think you we go. have a, there you go. <laughs> well, you said you didn't really grow up doing sports. You're more active outside. What brought you to running? How did you find, you said you found it a little bit later in life. What, what got you there? I'm not sure. I sort of dabbled in some running, but I think it wasn't until after I had kids that I really found my love for running. And I think probably it has a lot to do with me being an introvert, maybe just feeling like, you know, and, and, you know, being an introvert doesn't mean that you don't like people. It just means that like you recharge by yourself. And so, you know, when you find yourself suddenly everybody's lives are kind of when you're the the mama, the mama dog, you know, (laughs) you're sort of in charge of everybody. And it's very, it can be very overwhelming. And so I think it became sort of my, um, and I always say like, I run like for my brain, like I got to keep like my head on straight. And the running is the time where I get to sort of process. And I think early on, that was just a really important outlet for me. And, you know, I think after, you know, having kids too, there's a lot of crazy things that happen to people who have birthed a child. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like your hormones are crazy and your brain is crazy and like everything, your whole life has sort of turned itself on its head. And so I feel like running was really good medicine for me at that point. And I just once, you know, <laughs> and also kind of a drug, you know, once you kind of get a little taste of it and you realize how good. It makes you feel luckily. I mean, it's it's sort of a, a blessing that you just you know tend to stick with it because it works. So I think that's how I think that's how it happened for me. And I think I remember you telling us a story about how you would pass. Was it a certain race that you would see happening, and you're like, someday I'm going to do that? Am I? Do, do I have the story right? Hmm. Yeah, totally. You do have that right. It was the Shut In Ridge Run. I never, it was something I never, ever dreamed that I would be able to do. I've done it the, the past the past three years. It was a big deal for me. And, I, you know, I think, too, that's like one of the beautiful things about running. And that's one of the things that I share with people who are just sort of getting started on their running journey is it's, it's so remarkable. I think especially for somebody who didn't ever consider themselves to be an athlete growing up to, you know, I, I just tell people you run enough and you stick with it enough and you, you actually like you get better at it. Like you can't help but get better at it. Yeah. And that is like, it's like a little minor miracle when that happens, you know, like you're, you find yourself running farther or running faster or feeling that like all of these things start happening. And it's, it's, it's just like, you know, uh, it's mind blowing really like you're, you know, it's so easy to get discouraged. I think, when you first start or when you like see people's times and they think I could never do that. I could never run that distance. I could never, you know, climb those hills. I can never do any of that. But the truth is like you, you, you do something often enough and you stick with it. And it's pretty amazing that your body actually makes it happen with much more ease than you would ever expect. As long as you just keep with it and keep a good attitude. It's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) And I, and I, I totally, I totally agree with you. And I think, for some reason, running certainly age is is always a factor to some degree, but I feel like less so with running because, for I'll give you two examples. One is we just had this half trail marathon that I talked about on the show last week, and I think I mentioned on the show the winner of the half marathon was fifty nine, 
And, you know, he, right? he beat a 25 year old, you know, and it's like, and, and I'm about to try. So I ran a marathon in 2001. So I, I can't remember. I don't do math in my head that quickly, but I was younger than I am now. And mm-hmm. my goal when I run the same, the same marathon, it's not the exact same marathon, but it's a very similar one. 21 years later, my goal is to actually shave a whole hour off my time. So awesome. yeah, for me, it's like, Running is one of those things where age is a little bit of a factor, but you can overcome it by exactly what you just said, which is training, getting faster. For me, I'm going to be in better shape than I was at that age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's other sports where you just kind of lose. Like for me, basketball is one where I, as I get older, you just lose your ability to jump and your flexibility yeah. and some of those things. But running That's seems to be, yeah, well, football for sure. Running just seems to be one of except unless, unless you're Tom Brady, you just can, <laughs> you can play until you're. <laughs> Coming back. 90, yeah. Come on back, Tom. Uh, but yeah, running seems to be less, you know, age doesn't really matter. You see, in, in fact, the race that we did, we saw 74-year-olds out there. And that's one of the things I love about it is is it is a sport. I think we all think this way. We've heard a lot of the people on the show say this. I want to run into my, you know, into my retirement, to my older age. I just want to be able mm-hmm, to run. Mm-hmm. So exactly. One I just of the want to keep I love. running. I think it's really great how y'all set goals depending on the race like you know because every race is different every course is different has different elevation gains and so I think that was a really nice way to say oh I just want to beat my time on this exact race by a little bit or you know whatever instead of like my half marathon time is this I need to beat this every time because I think that's really important to you Totally. And I think that's one of the major differences between trail and road road. road there's mm-hmm. certainly there can be a harder road, you know, more, more uphill or whatever, but you're still on a road the the, right. the actual condition is fairly similar. And that's why I think you can say for a Boston marathon, you have to complete, you know, one of these races in a certain time, you can kind of get everyone about the same you know level. Whereas trails, my goodness, yeah, you, right. take, you take a Western States or a Leadville, it's at a 14,000 or, you know, the race that I did last week in sand, every course is so different. It is, it is hard. It is hard to kind of go, this is my PR. I got to beat it because it could right. be a completely different course. Completely different animal. And too, I think like as you get older, you know, like my kids will always ask me, I'll go run a race and I'll come home and you know, they'll say, well, did you win? <laughs> and I'll say, and sometimes, depending on what kind of day I'm having and who else shows up, you know, I can pull off a win or a second or a third in my age group. And I'll tell them, you know, no, I didn't win. But like, maybe I, you know, maybe I, maybe I got, you know, second or third out of the, you know, people in their 40s. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, <laughs> you know how many fast people there are in their 40s exactly (laughs) you guys like just wait just wait you guys (laughs) that's that's why you have to redefine what winning is right winning winning for me most of the time is staying healthy uh not falling and finishing and finishing is like uh, like i if, if i get to a race and i meet a friend or like meet like a new friend I'm, I always tell whoever I'm around, I'm like, we have already won today friends, totally. because we got to meet each other. And this is like the best part of this. Like, this is why we're here. So, yeah. Love it. Well, do you remember your very first trail race? Was it that one that we just mentioned or was it something different? No, it was, um, it was actually my very first trail race was before I had kids. 
and I didn't train for it. And I was working for a newspaper at the time and we <laughs> had, we took volunteers for a trail. It was a team version of a trail marathon. And so there, there were people who were running it, you know, as individuals, but, um, three other coworkers and I signed up to each run like a seven mile leg of this trail marathon and DuPont state forest. And, um, I did that with zero training and it was, <laughs> it was lovely. It was quite lovely. We got second and it's only because one of the guys who worked in the press room, like ran this incredible time. He, he like beat everybody for his seven miles. So, he was the he was the ringer for the rest of us. Love it. <laughs> kind of struggled through it. That's that's Timmy time with us. Yeah, he's he's fast. <laughs> right. Actually, actually, everyone's fast but me. But that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, we we felt bad for him. We were like, we're sorry. We realized that we hey, were the dead weight on your team. Hey, seconds but. not bad. So that gave you a little taste. And did you after that go, man? I really I really enjoyed that. I want to do more of this. Yeah, yeah, totally. And then and then I had kids, you know, would kind of put a little pause on that. But definitely, that was a lovely. So there's something about running alone in the woods that is just like, I always think to myself, you know, and I love running with other people too. But I always think to myself sometimes, I'm like, God, I am like my best self right now. <laughs> like, I feel so free. And I just, you know, like, this is just like this transcendent moment of like it's, it's just a really like magic thing it's it's interesting you bring that up because i think that's totally true for me too is there there are times where i really enjoy the group run and running with people but then there's other times where like i just want to get out there by myself and I, yeah you know both both can be fulfilling in different ways sometimes it's to process things and you need, need to do that by yourself. And sometimes it's to reconnect with people and you do that yeah. as well. So I think, again, that's just another thing I love about, about running in general, but specifically trail running. Yeah. I love, I love both of those things. Sometimes if you're going to do like I did a, a long run this past week with a woman who I've only seen at races before. And, you know, we were on a group chat and she was like, I need to get some miles in tomorrow. And I was like, well, I'm going to run this. And it's like, it was so lovely to just, you know, to learn, so spend, you know, 16 miles with somebody. You learn a lot about them and it's, yeah. you know, easy going. And so it's, it's sort of a, even if you're an introvert, it's a good way to connect with somebody. Absolutely. But I definitely covet my alone runs too. And I need those to keep me together. <laughs> so tell us what, so you know, some things I just kind of observe about you is, is I think you're, you're pretty passionate about things. Are there, are there things right now and kind of in your, in your heart and on your mind that you're just like, these are the things I'm really passionate about right now, Jeff? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about it while I was running this morning and listening to, well, to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was thinking about how, like how your whys can shift. And I think I'm like, oh, I think I might be on the cusp of my why shifting a little bit. Yeah, I just, it's it's become like special to me to like run and to think about so many people are moving to where I live right now. And so I care very deeply about keeping my wild places wild. Yeah. Um, these are places that, you know, I've been in since I was a child and um, and protecting these places and sort of thinking about, you know, how to best support nonprofits and and other like grassroots efforts to to keep wild places wild and 
So those those are the things I think about, and then too, like the whole world is on fire right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, no doubt. You know, and so just my perspective. I'm trying to keep a different perspective, which just is like this immense gratitude for being a, a being able to have the luxury to go run and to get a long run in once a week is such a such a gift. And uh, just knowing that my my drinking water comes straight to my house, it, it can even get hot. It's clean. My kids have safe places to sleep. They have great schools. I'm, you know, I'm very grateful for my friends and for my health and the health of my friends. And so I'm just I'm just trying to in these sort of strange times, just try to like think of every moment as just like such a bright spot. Like oh, there's this bird or there's this plant or there's there's my kids like doing like all of these little bright spots and just to try to like really be mindful of like the beauty and all of that when you're not you know when you're not <laughs> someplace awful or in the hospital or in a war zone or so, you know any of these things where you could be easily but for the grace so just just that right that's so great and i think today that's that's the kind of perspective we really need and and, and you're right it's is looking for those things that to be thankful for because we there are you start looking for them man there's so many around you that you can, oh there's so many and that's not to say that I don't fail at that like on the daily oh like, we I all get, do we all do <laughs> I get plenty cranky and I I hate folding laundry although I'm so glad like I have I have my own washer and dryer like you know all of the little mundane things that can make you crazy I just try to reframe them a little bit when I'm feeling like they're getting to me. <laughs> Yeah. A little, a little phrase I've been trying to use is lead with love. And then I'll get behind the wheel and go like drive somewhere and I'll find myself, what you, you jerk just cut me off. And I was like, well, my gosh, what happened to lead with love? Where'd it go? It's gone. Why am I leading with my middle finger right exactly. now? Exactly. <laughs> I need a burrito and a craft beer to calm myself down. Oh my goodness. Well, that's such good perspective. Thank you for that. I mean, that, that's that's helping me right now. Just I'm looking out my window, seeing some pink blossoms on this crepe myrtle. I'm going. I don't think I've noticed that all day long, and there they are, right in front of me. So, thank you for that. Yeah, spring's a really good time for that too. It's got that whole rebirth, renewal thing that we can all sort of try to shake off exactly. our stagnation and get ourselves a little better, maybe. Well, if you've heard the other three Inside the Herd segments, you know what's about to happen, which is the really difficult fart lick round of questions. <laughs> I'm here for it. You're here for it. You ready? I'm I here think for it. I'm ready. And I'm, I'm kind of predicting what some of these things are going to be. I'm going to see how right I am. See how well I know, I know Kelly, even though we've never met in person. I feel like I know you very well. Okay, here we go. Favorite running song? I have Notoriously horrible taste in music <laughs> <laughs> and i don't usually listen to music on trails because we have bears um oh yeah and it's this time of the year it's like mother bears with their baby bears and so um but when i read rose i definitely start every race with shakira um oh. <laughs> that's my playlist and then i also love stevie ray vaughn little wing guitar solo nice thing it's really nice to jam to and I I ain't gonna lie. There's some like really bad Ice Cube and Guns N' Roses in there too. So. <laughs> get, I've get got you no going, shame. <laughs> There's no shame here. And the way I think about musical taste, like musical taste is it's your 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 what you like. So it's 
I think everyone has good taste because it's what they like. I don't know. It's I just have, maybe have a different perspective on that. Hips don't lie, Shakira. That's a good one. I like, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. You have so many probably options where you are. Do you have a favorite trail? Yes. Every trail up here is my favorite, but I, I have a couple of go-tos. Um, I love I love running that sudden trail just because, I don't know, I've, like I think I, I had mentioned to y'all earlier or to you maybe, I just, I've, I've, I know it so well. So getting to see it and all of its different seasons and everything oh, yeah. is always a treat, even if I'm coughing up a lung trying to get up. <laughs> you know. I have coughing up, coughing up a lug going, Oh, I haven't seen that flower before. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Awesome. What about your go-to? Do you have a go-to running shoe? I do. I pretty much these days am running an ultra for roads. I have a couple pairs of Escalantes that I love and for trails, the uh, superior, my jam. I think you guys are four for four on ultras. I think all four of you said in the last four of these said ultras. Yeah, they're um, you know, they 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 got a good thing going on for for some folks. Although working in a running store, I'll tell you, you know, people people have varied perspectives on what works for them, and people have very different feet. The most important exactly. thing is that your shoe helps you. I'm talking to an expert. What am I talking about? I should ask you. Yeah, what about running <laughs> shoes? <laughs> so you know, whatever keeps people moving is what I want to see people. Love it. That's, that's so good. Okay. What about piece of gear? Piece of gear. I have two tap sticks and a buff. buff If I I forget tap stick or a buff, I am, I am having a sad run because (laughs) (laughs) I need both of those things. All right. What about aid station food? Do you have a favorite? Does it vary on the race? What's your perspective? Yes. As you know, I'm a very qualified eater. It's uh, one of the best (laughs) skills in my wheelhouse of skills is eating. So I love on long races, if it's a point to point, I'm all about like the Pringles. The the salty Pringles are my jam. If it's a looped race or if there are like aid stations that have heat, I like the like crappiest instant mashed potatoes that are available is is like so good to me that and ramen noodles like oh, with yeah. the, the broth so i just I, I think i crave like the salt maybe i don't know but totally that's the chapa special is i know cheap, cheap mashed potatoes and broth you just mentioned when y'all came up with that i was like oh these, yeah these people it, are after my own heart it, it's special <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's special Oh, it, it, that sounds like manna from heaven in the middle of like a really <laughs> difficult race. Like that's exactly what I would want. Totally. So like nourishing and like really like comforting. Oh, I'm here. I love that. So, so good. <laughs> well, we're going to go different here on the food. So if you're at the grocery store and you're like, hmm, I'm going to, I'm going to sneak this one into the cart. What's your guilty pleasure food? Oh man. That is so hard for me. Because there's so many or so few or just hard. I, yeah, I'm not, um, I'm not super into like sweets, but when I'm into sweets, it's always ice cream. I oh, think yeah. I got good a real answer. soft spot for ice cream. There's a local ice cream place here in Asheville that makes a, it's like a dark, 
chocolate with cayenne pepper and cinnamon. It's like an Aztec. I think they call it Aztec chocolate. Oh, God. Man. So good. All right. Th- th- that does it. The, the meetup is in Asheville. Burritos, craft beer, and I know, ice cream. Right? I think I've happen. got. I think I've got all of our all of our needs covered. So. You're, you're, you're now the race director, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> all right. Do you have a bucket list race? One you haven't done, but you would love to do someday. I I don't have a specific race, but you know I've always wanted to run one of those Yeti races. Yeah. Yep. During like the whole quarantine thing. I ran my first 50 K as one of the Yeti challenges and they just like that, you know, they seem like fun races and I love that they seem really inclusive and seem like a good atmosphere. So any, any one of those would be fine. I don't have like a distance I'm chasing or anything like that. Love that. What about for your hydration? Are you a handheld person, a, a vest or a belt or all the above depend on distance? What's, what's your preference? It does. It does depend on distance for me. Anything under 10, I don't usually carry water, but a 10, 10 plus or 13 or 15 plus, I, I, I'm a big, I'm a vest fan. The Nathan, Nathan Vaporhell, I think is what I have. Nice. Um, and I like to carry my water on my back because I do not like feeling pulled forward by too much weight in the front. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why I switched to the belt because that pull forward thing. It's like I don't need to be hunched over any more than I already am. No, and especially like if you're climbing hills or you're getting tired or something. Yeah, I yep. just that's yeah, water water on the back in a vest. And I actually love like for running longer distances, just like the accessibility to everything in a vest, all the pockets. You know, you yep. can keep some snacks in there and. You know, yeah. chat, your chapstick. <laughs> your chapstick and a little, little burrito in there. You can do all kinds <laughs> that of stuff. That little burrito pocket. It's, it's been right, done. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a, a cross-training activity that you like to do? Mm. I, I so wish I did. I understand how important it is to do strength training and all of that jazz. But I, I don't. When I'm on days when I... um can't you know can't run for whatever reason or if i'm you know god forbid i'm nursing some sort of injury i um i jump on my bicycle for sure that's awesome that's cross training yeah it it is it counts it counts but it's not like anything cool like crossfit or anything like that but i definitely don't mind to put some miles in on the bike so different way to different way to see the see the site yeah, and I also feel like maybe exploring is one of your cross training. I always feel like on Instagram you're exploring stuff, which is cool. It's true. I, I do a lot of that, <laughs> especially with my kids. I take my kids out in the woods a yep. lot. So yep. We do a lot of ambling. <laughs> awesome. A, a casual amble is how I cross train. <laughs> oh, I thought you said gambling. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> we take your kids gambling. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Good. Maybe they'll make mom a ship come in one day. Um. <laughs> that's that's the way to retirement right there get the kids gambling Maybe all right we've got <laughs> <laughs> here's the last one and and i think the most interesting one i don't know if you've thought about this who would play kelly fane in a movie um so although she's she's much younger than i am did you know that i was in a movie once with uh jennifer lawrence I do. You were in Hunger Games. Yes, I was in the original Hunger Games movie, and so I would choose her because she is 
a gem of a human being to be well, around. You, she is you got, quite you delightful. Act, you acted together. You, you got to pick her. Oh, yeah. We're totally tight. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, but she is she is delightful. So I would choose her because of her absolutely phenomenal sense of humor. So awesome. she's she's just pleasant to be around. So you got um, to be I might not be pleasant to be around, but I, w- I would like to think that <laughs> I doubt that. I doubt that. So you got you got to be around her enough to kind of get her sense of humor and things like that? A little bit, yeah. She's she's just really like enigmatic and like really charismatic and seems like a nice, a nice person. That's, so. that's, that's good to hear. Cause you hear the, all the stories about they're hard to work with and all of these hiding. Right. Their right. And, they're divas or, you know, yeah. whatever. No, she, she did definitely seems super, super cool. So. Awesome. Speaking of super cool, that is Kelly Fane. You are super cool. Thank you so much for, for doing this. We just love chatting with you. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. I'm so excited. I am still Wanting to congratulate you on your 100K. Oh, thank um, you. Because that was a big deal. And I was, it got me my feelings when Stephen reached out and had like, had a couple of us make a little sound bite or video for you. That Your video helped me cross the finish line. I was, I was telling Allison the other day, I was watching another video about Black Canyon and a guy was recording it and, and he got all the way to the last aid station and he, and he quit and he's like, you know, I don't really feel like it now. And I'm like, man, with, with your, your, you know, your encouragement, Stevens, all the people I knew that were rooting for me, I was like, I would have crawled to the finish line <laughs> to finish that because of all the encouragement I got. And it kind of went back to that whole why thing for me. And so, you know, for me finishing that race, a lot of it was just the encouragement that I got from people like you. So thank you for doing that. Oh, gosh. It was like reminded me about everything that I really love about running. And it was just such a an honor to be asked to do that. And I am so proud of you because that uh, is quite an accomplishment. So. Well, thank, well, thank you so much. I really, really, really appreciate that. Well, people want to connect with you. Probably Instagram would be the best Oh, way. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the Instagram. It's Moonstone Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. Find her. You will not regret it. She's great. Connect with her like she has with some of the other herd members on there. I know you'd love to hear from people, Kelly. I do. I do. I love y'all. This introvert loves y'all. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again. We, we appreciate you so much. We will start making plans for that meetup in the Carolinas. You're now the race director. Burritos, craft beer, ice cream. It's going to be it's going to be a party. It's going to be a banger as a kid It's going to be a party. (laughs) Yes, I think it's going to be awesome. And before that, the little friendly wager we have going on, we're going to have to, we'll we'll have to settle the score on that. No doubt. No doubt. (laughs) Well, Kelly, your treasure, thank you so much for doing this and, and we'll talk soon. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Cheers. Well, one of the things we absolutely love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the big ass runners out there just making it happen. Got a special one this week. So last weekend, Coach Greg and Team Dirtenvert paired up with Texas Outlaw Running and they put on the inaugural Ramble in the Brambles out in Munster, Texas. And they had several different links. The longest, I believe, was a 29 miler. 
And our friend Denny Hodge came in first to the very first 29-mile Ramble in the Brambles. Denny did an awesome job. I think he ran it in five hours, 21 minutes, and 44 seconds to come in first. Great job, Denny. You can find him on Instagram at underscore the underscore mad underscore the number one. Denny, great job. First place. Always have first place in the very first race. That will never be broken. Congratulations. Way to go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Bazers. <laughs> whoa, 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 what's up? Hey, Jeff. Hello. Timmy time, your song. My song is legit. Took over. Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's back, baby. It's a daily occurrence. <laughs> Marcy's just took over. How did that happen? I have no idea how that happened. Well, we've I think got someone pays, plays favorites. That's how I think it happened. <laughs> well, I'm watching your fingers. Hey, somebody knows. Somebody knows who brings dinner. Uh, That's yeah. true. That's true. And plans accordingly. That's true. <laughs> yes, Marcy brought us a delicious dinner this, this evening: chicken, Thanks, Jeff, and French, French green, beans, style green beans. French style oh, green beans. Yes. Potatoes, bread. It's delicious. Fancy ice cubes. Fancy oh. ice cubes. Yes, we have with us, as you can hear, Tim, What's Mar- up? Marcy, hi, and Charlie. What's up? <laughs> Chuckles. Charlie with a good sense of humor. No surprise. No surprise. A lot like her mom and her dad. And her dad. Oh, thank yes. you. Well, we're glad to have you guys back because you know, if you've listened to this show, you know we have been working on. Marcy, trying to get her to become a trail runner. She's a pre-trail runner. There's, There's been trails that have been ran. Sure. And, yeah. and she's planning her own MB Haffer, oh, that yeah. you heard last week. Oh, yeah. An amazing event that you do not want to miss. <laughs> Epic. Epic. Oh, great word. Yep. Includes sleepovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Swimming. Pools. Yeah. Flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Flip-flops. <laughs> And the metal, yeah. the, my favorite part's the metal, which says, "You're okay. You did okay. Oh, you, you did, did okay. okay. You did Not you're okay. okay. You're okay. You yeah. did you're okay. okay. Which, hey, we all need to hear that. <laughs> oh yeah, from time to time. You know Affirmations. What? You do. You yes. Do. Yes. You How you guys been? How, Good. I feel like you're you're busy. Are you busy? Or are you feeling like life's just sweet right now? What, what's going on with the Bazers? I mean, it's not too busy we're always busy i know yeah you got some trips coming up this year year. Mm -hmm. oh senior year yeah senioritis yeah charlie's got senioritis there's probably what how many weeks left of school not that you're counting i can count how many days oh my goodness (laughs) hours hours i'm pretty sure we have 79 days left oh my many sounds like a lot i know that does seem. but that might be including weekends because it's in it's hanging up in my anatomy class we change the number every day oh wow well here's the good news charlie by the time this episode airs it'll only be like 64 mm-hmm. there you yeah. go there you go yeah. so we're making progress <laughs> hey we do have big news Ooh, we almost uh, got a new pet almost oh, got yeah. a new yeah. pet, oh, we had a pet for about 12 hours 13 Something hours like that. well yeah. i'm coming mm-hmm. i'm coming to live with y'all when the baby comes so is you're that what you're talking about mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yep. or mm-hmm. pet jeff pet jeff <laughs> pet jeff. <laughs> pet jeff. Pet jeff. <laughs> don't yep. pet him too much though yep. he'll, he'll bite 
Mm-hmm. We had a crazy uh, bird fly in our house. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, MB. Well, yeah, he, uh, Tim <laughs> opened the door and let the dang bird in. <laughs> you got to explain why room. the bird. You have to explain why the bird was there. Okay, so our front door, we have like this door hanging wreath thing. And every year, this mama bird shows up and a builds her nest. It's and evil. Puts eggs in it and hangs out there. Same bird? Same bird. I'm pretty sure it's the same bird. It will scare uh, the crap out of you when you come you, up to our yeah, like attacks. Come to our house in the spring. It's it might swoop your head. What Clap is, and duck. Clap and duck. What does Bendy think of this bird? Bendy doesn't notice it. I don't know how old that dog is now. <laughs> She's yet to notice. It went into the house. It was in the house for overnight. It was a sleepover yeah. guest. Yeah. And that dog never noticed it it wow. was crazy we were all running around the house with bags, bags and brooms and, and everything a santa else. toy yeah throwing, throwing it trying to get it to go back out the door it was it was chaos the dog <laughs> clueless the dog was <laughs> always an event at the Bazer's house oh, there's yeah. always there's always something going on people showed up to come join in yeah it one of my exciting. friends yeah. came yeah. <laughs> to help shoo the bird out of the house yeah. he just came by and then Got excited. Right Go, hey, there's a yeah. bird. There's a bird. <laughs> Front door is open and the bazers are running their house like a weirdo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> well, how did the bird finally escape? MB was pretty smart. She opened up a uh, window. Uh, oh, it flew out a window? Yeah. Wow. I know. Wish it thought of that two days ago. Yeah. Didn't like the door, but the window wasn't a problem. Yeah. So okay. Interesting. That's how we got it. So now <laughs> we have a screen problem. Oh, yeah, get the screens, screens back, back on. on. Oh, the screens yeah. are tough to get. Did you drop it? People, I did drop it once from the second story. I had to go downstairs <laughs> to get it. Uh, so I frustrating. I just put them inside and wait for TB to come home. <laughs> yeah. Tim, you got your list of stuff to do when you get home. Yep. It's all good. Well, what we're going to do today, I thought, you know, we'd like to see your progress, Marcy. Okay. You've been part of this show from the very beginning. I know you've gained so much knowledge. I have. I have. It's retaining it that's sometimes a little difficult for well, me. But yeah. for all of us. Yeah. I remember last time we did those trail running terms and you crushed it. Uh, well, I did much better. You did much better. Crushed and, it comparatively speaking. And of course, <laughs> your definition's always better than the real ones. So we're going to play a little, a little ultra marathon, ultra running trivia. Ooh. Charlie, you can certainly play along as well. Timmy time will be the phone a friend. Okay. He's All here right. for support and for any kind of tips that All you right. might need. All right, here's the first one. You guys ready? We're there's, ready. There's, ready. Like, there's a bunch of them, so we'll get through. We'll get through these. Are, can we work together, or is you it can work one? together? Absolutely, a little teamwork. Okay. Okay. Always okay. a good idea. After all running, teamwork. there well, you go. You know, we tr- we teamwork. We do. We, we say do. hi at the beginning of the race, and then I say, <laughs> "Hey, how's your race, Timmy?" At the end, because I never see him in between. Always say, "Congratulations, <laughs> Jeff. Cheer him in. Cheer him on. <laughs> get that anchor around my waist." The U-Haul. The U-Haul hooked to me. <laughs> hey, the, the, the struggle is real. Okay. Here's the question, if I can see it. The lighting in here is not great. An ultra marathon is any foot race longer than what distance? Hmm. This is ultra. a tough one. We're going to the basics here. Okay. I would say anything longer than a marathon? Is it called an ultra marathon? Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. An ultra marathon is a foot race longer than okay, what? Okay, so probably not longer distance. than. No, if it's ultra. Uh oh, I, I feel like what? Tim's trying to whisper things to me. Fifty k. Fifty k. Oh, 
Longer than a marathon. Yes. Go with your gut, Marcy. Uh, yay. Anything. What do you think, Char? I think it's longer than a marathon. All right. It's so true. She's yes. So Here, you get a ding too. I'm good at listening. Yes. It's technically uh, anything longer than 26.2 miles. All right. Including a 50K. So it's you weren't true. you were not right on that one. You're one for one. You're Look keeping, go. keeping track quit. over there. Let's quit. Yeah, track. I'm done. All right. They're quitting while they're in. a good note. All right. And if you want, I can give you answers. Like I can give you choices if you'd okay. like. Well, so if right. you, we'll see if you can get it right away. But if you need choices, I'll give you that. Okay. All right. What is a common time limit for a hundred mile trail ultra? In other words, how long do you have to finish that bad Before boy? Before they just wrap it up and leave you laying at a comfort station somewhere? That's right. That's right. Four days. <laughs> That's a long time. That's <laughs> how long it'll take me to walk. <laughs> do you want some choices on this one? Maybe. What do you, what think, do you think, Char? I'm thinking like 30 hours. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. That is correct. Oh. Charlie Baser. Did you give her the no, no, no I, I, thought wow. that, I thought it was. I honestly thought it was twenty-four. That's impressive. Well, there Chester. there are different ones, but it says what's the common one? And thirty hours is the most common. I'm smart. There you go. She knows stuff. I she know. is smart. But good I try. I know a lot about good a try lot. Four we're days. two for two. <laughs> we're two for two. <laughs> Once again, we're quitting. That's Ar- yeah. <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> is getting a, a smarty over there. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Gone to honors college. You should have. <laughs> Oh, we all way too hard on that one. What is honors college? Like Harvard? No, it's a thing in Arkansas. Oh. It's where the smart kids go. It's where the really smart kids go. It's an honors track or something like that. Yeah, basically. She's like, we talked about track last week, Hefe. You're just confused. Okay, what is the time limit for the Hard Rock 100 in Colorado? Now, I talked about what the common one is, but what is it specifically? For the Hard Rock 100 in Colorado. Is that 100 miles too? It is. Okay. Okay. Something in Colorado. I'm going to say it's it's higher than 30. Or do you think it's lower than 30? I think it'll be lower. You think it's going to be the 24 hours that Dad said earlier? Hmm. I think. Mm. Do you want choices? We don't need choices. Oh, they don't need. Oh, Charlie. Put the hand out. Put the hand out. (laughs) Speak to the hand, Hefe. Back down, Hefe. We got this. Okay. All right. 26. (laughs) It is 48 hours. What? It's two days. It's a tough, tough race. That sounds terrible. Oh, I didn't think about the mountain. That's why they call it hard rock. Hard rock. Hard rock. That sounds awful. Awful. What you don't know. What are you two running it? Yeah. <laughs> Next spring. Hey, you're Next batting spring. 66%, though. That's pretty oh, gum good. All, all right. right. What's the location of the Marathon de Sablas? New Mexico. Sablas? <laughs> <laughs> Marathon de Sables. Mm-hmm. Austria? Oh. Oh, it's not in the United States. France. Okay. That's true. It's French. Or it's the French Sahara word. Desert. I'm going to go with the French. I'm going with Sahara Desert. Austria, France, or the Sahara Desert. Charlie's going with Sahara Desert. Yes. Marcy's going with France. Austria. And Tim's going with Austria. (laughs) Somebody's going to get it right. Someone's going to get it right. We are getting a ding. (laughs) The ding goes to Charlie Bazer. Yes! Nicely done. 
It is in I'm at like the a 75 Sahara right now. Desert. Can you imagine? No. God. No. I mean, we just had 13 miles of sand. Exactly. And it wasn't hot at all. No. That it was sounds awful. 41 again, degrees. It sounds terrible. Yeah, it was t- <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just mentioned the Marathon de Sables. How many people participate in that marathon each year? Is it about 30? Is it about 70? Or is it about 1,000? 30. Ooh, I'm going to go with 70. Tim, are you taking the third option? <laughs> I'm just going to take the third. That's 1,000? 1,000. The ding goes to... Timmy time. Oh, that's shocking. I've done that twice. Twice. Yeah, Are some of those people just nomads that they don't realize they're not even in the race? Yeah, that's what it says. It's like it's as hard as a race as it is, it attracts a lot of people who want to run it. So the better question, though, or another question, not better, how many people finish it? Two. Oh, two. Charlie's right. (laughs) Two people. (laughs) Two people. (laughs) Two people finish. Yeah. What's the time limit on that one? I don't have that written down to me, time. We'll never know. We'll never know. There's There's no no way to know. encyclopedia? No way to know. I will go up in the attic and grab my Encyclopedia Britannica, (laughs) and I will find out for you. That would be a fun fact to find out how many people finished that race. It would be. suck. How many die during it? Yeah. I think people do. It's so hot out there. All right. We mentioned the Hard Rock a second ago. How does the runner, how do you sign up for the Hard Rock 100? Is it... Only elite runners are allowed. Is it by a lottery system or is it first come, first serve? I'm going to go with the lottery yeah, system. Yeah, I'm going to say lottery system. Oh, yes. lottery system is correct. Yes. Nicely done. Learned about that not too long ago. That That's made me right. think of the... It's uh, like the worst lottery ever to win. Yeah. The- <laughs> oh, no. I have you either to get the go. Mega Millions or... <laughs> The New York Marathon has that, right? Uh The New York Marathon. Yeah. Mm. A lot of the big marathons do now because so many people want to run them. All right. What is a common reward for runners who complete an ultra marathon? Is it a belt buckle? Is it a cowbell? Or is it a hernia? We need more cowbells. (laughs) (laughs) I believe they hand you the belt buckle. And yeah. you just get to, the hernia is just a bonus. <laughs> yeah, that I agree. A lot of people get to take home. That is correct. <laughs> Do they not get blisters? Uh, oh, blisters yes. is not one of the options. <laughs> another another win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lots of things you get. I was going to name a few, but Charlie is in the room, so I will not do that. And Beer this is a well, this is a very PG a lot of it. PG thirteen <laughs> show that we have, despite our name. All right, what is a sweeper? Ready for this? What is a sweeper? Sweeper. Is it a volunteer at an aid station? Is it a runner who runs right at the race cutoff time, or is it a volunteer who picks up trash after a race? What is a sweeper? I'm going to say it's the guy coming in at the cutoff. Well, when I first heard sweeper, I thought someone just ran up and like slapped your legs and just sweeped them out. (laughs) That's what the the first thing. Sweep his legs, Johnny. Oh, I see. (laughs) Sweep the legs. Yeah. Uh, That happens a lot in our household. It sounds like it. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Super fun. Do we have an answer that we're going to land on? B. Yeah. B, that's the re- the runner that runs at the cutoff End of the pace. Race. Yes. Cut off. yeah. That is correct. Yeah. We're so smart. I mean, that's a better word than loser. 
mean, is well, that the last person? And what, the, what the sweeper does is they actually tap out people who are behind oh, the. Oh, they're not one of the contestants. No, they're they're out. Like oh, they they have to unfortunately tell people you. that you're oh, not oh, running. Oh no, that's a bad fast. job. Yeah, you like tap tap. Sorry, yeah. sorry, you ran all this way, but you're not, you're not mm-hmm. finishing it. Oh, that's try again next year. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. disappointing. And people will. And people will. Yep, because they you... love trail runs. Oh my, who doesn't? Well, well we, we don't want well. here. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two people in the world that don't, and there <laughs> happen to be yeah. <laughs> on your podcast. <laughs> yes, I like to get all the people who hate trail running on the trail running podcast. Okay, <laughs> have you heard of the Barkley marathons? No. Is that with dogs? I have. You watched that with me. Oh, you got bored dogs. watching it. <laughs> I tried to get her to watch it with me. Uh, I don't well, have then, any recollection of this at all. Then this is going asleep. to be a fun question. That happens a lot. How many loops make up the Barkley Marathons? Is it five? Is it seven? B. Is it nine? Seven. Five. Five. B. Five. B. So you're saying seven, Marcy? Yes. And you're saying five? Yes. The answer, the ding, the ding, the ding. Dump that, Steve. The ding <laughs> goes to Charlie. Yes. Charlie's nice good teamwork. at this. Teamwork makes the dream work down. Sweet. Hey, Timmy Time, a little bonus. What's three loops? If you complete three loops, what's that called? Do you remember? Mm. Losers. <laughs> no. D-O-K. DNF. Quitters. Yeah, they get the D-O-K. No, that's a fun run. It's oh, yeah, that's the fun run. I forgot that's about the that. Fun run. That yes. doesn't sound much fun. I would like to do that race, though, just one loop. Do you know how much vert there is in that race? It's like if you do all five, isn't the Everest twice? 50,000 feet yeah. oh, I th- of vertical. Oh. Yeah, in Tennessee. In Tennessee. Oh, it's basically Everest? climbing the whole time. Everest twice. Up and down, <gasps> up and down, up and down, up and down. I'd, I'd I do rather hike that trail out there. What is it called? Appalachian. Do you really know? Yes. This huh? is not do you really know? the Appalachian Trail. Want to hike it? Yeah. No, this is not. Okay, well, off the subject. Well, speaking of the Barkley. <laughs> Squirrel. So, since you guys are so familiar with the Barkley Marathons, I'm going to ask another question about it. What's the cutoff? What's the time limit? Is it 48 hours? Is it 54 hours? Or is it 60 hours? Is What's one of those four cutoff? days? Because I'm going to go with the four days. One of them is four days. Uh, well, I don't know. How many so, hours is that? How many hours is four days? No. Two days. That'd 60 be, would be the closest like to four something. days. I'm going to go with the 60. What Charlie? Think, I think the, the second option. 54? Yes. The ding goes to Marcy. Oh, I finally yeah. got one. 60 <laughs> hours. Yay! How many miles Thank is you, it? Honey. It is, well, each it's loop 20? is 20-something yeah, miles. So it's over 100 sleep? miles. They'll come in and sleep for a little bit. If But see, here's the deal. There's cutoffs, right? So you have to finish each loop at a certain cutoff, and then you have to start the next loop at a certain time as well. That so you awful. you can't sleep very long if you're close to the cutoff. Uh, that sounds awful. No one's finished it in the last five years. Oh, Y'all should go. Did you, do you have Is a question about movie? the book? Yeah, that's the movie. I, I did watch saying. the movie. Yeah. Where they take the pages okay. out of the book. Yes. And, oh, it's, it's awful. Like oh, yes. You got to take I the page that. where your number is so you, you can prove that you finished the loop. Oh, my goodness. That's craziness. Well, I have a question now. This is this is going to be right in Charlie's wheelhouse because oh, it's about cool. a track. Oh, okay. It's about a track. So there's oh, a guy named Zach right. Bitter. Have you heard of Zach Bitter? No. He invented the bitter beer face. <laughs> Not really. Stone. Oh, bitter beer face! What is that face? Bitter beer face! 
<laughs> Timmy Time's doing it. Were you, were you, was that you in the commercial? Yeah, it was. Oh, my gosh. How long, how long did it take Zach Bitter to run 100 miles on a track? Just, Can you imagine running 100 miles? That just sounds awful. Like, boring. That just sounds setting, awful. That's 400 laps, right? Setting, is that right? Am I doing the yeah, math right? Yeah, that's right. Setting an American one. record. Did it take him 11 hours, 20 minutes, and 21 seconds? Was it 11 hours, 40 minutes, 55 seconds, or 12 hours, 21 minutes, and 32 seconds? A lot of numbers uh, I just threw at you. I'm going to go with A. <laughs> Uh, I was going to go with A, a. but I want us to have a better shot of getting one right. So I'm going to say B. Okay. We're splitting it. We're splitting it. 12 hours. The ding goes to Charlie. Oh, nice. glad I changed. Can that you imagine fast. running on well, a track you for 11 hours? Run faster on a track, I think. You do? Because you don't yeah. have to like yeah. avoid. Well, you're not like going uphill, going downhill. Mm-hmm. Like the but the boring. I get bored running a well, 400. You know what? They said he did not get bored because he was listening to the Big Ass Runner Podcast. Big Ass Runner Podcast. Yes. I was Wishing hoping, he was on a trail. Yeah. Wishing he was on a trail. I was hoping you guys would fill the blank in there for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> have you heard of the Badwater Ultra Marathon? I've, I've had the Badwater in a uh, <laughs> <laughs> number three number three down in mexico oh yeah yeah, yeah you did yeah twice oh my gosh <laughs> it's a it good is, cleanse <laughs> well the bad water is out in i believe california it's one of the it goes uphill the whole time it's awful it's really hot during the bad water ultra marathon it is not uncommon for runners to experience wet temperatures 100 degrees 110 degrees 120 Degrees. Wait, oh, for them to get my. that hot, or yeah, the- for the temperatures to get that the hot. The temperature is outside. Where is outside? It? It's outside in, I believe, California. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with 110. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. 120. Charlie's going 120. Yeah. Marcy's going 110. I'm gonna say 78. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like your style. Not 78. You're Don't a, make me run. You're an that. outside the box thinker, Timmy. Time the dean goes to Charlie again. Woo! 120 degrees. I feel like we've got so a trail smart. runner. I do. A natural. If you go back to episode maybe like 12 or 13. Yeah. I think Marcy, we were describing that bad waters to Marcy when I you were do. giving her I was uh, the say scorpion and the, the yeah, names yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. That was a terrible one. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, pal. Well, you guys are, one of you's doing great. Yeah. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> one of the blondies. You're doing okay, mom. Uh, <laughs> you're okay. You can, I, you think you're, I think you're pretty okay. okay. Sure, get a ribbon. Yeah, you did okay. You know the participation. All right. This one, I think you guys are going to know this one. Where is the Fat Dog 100? Is it in the British Columbia? The British Columbia. Is it in British Columbia? <laughs> the Georgia? The Walmart? Or the Australia? Georgia. Fat Dog. Is it British Columbia, Georgia, or Australia? Georgia. Well, the Georgia Bulldog makes me think that as well, but I feel like we should split. All right. Just to kind of, now nah, we're sticking with Georgia. I'm sticking with Georgia. Okay. I'm not she's moving. So, she's so confident. She she's feels confident. Winning, so I'm going to go with her. It's time to get on those All right, you ready? It, that is unfortunately <sighs> oh, not it. correct. I know. Is, is, is it I the British? Think, no. It is the, the British. British. I think Columbia. your answers your answers are incorrect, <laughs> like, and I would like she would like renew. to review the answers. <laughs> um, Where did wants, you get these wrong answers? Yeah, she yeah. wants to check these out from the, Wikipedia. You can't trust Wikipedia. Well, no, this came from the Encyclopedia Britannica, <laughs> up in my Dang closet. Uh, I thought it was in your attic. 
In my attic, you're correct. Okay, <laughs> two more. Y'all ready for this? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, for, we're going back to, to Colorado with this oh, question. Okay. Have you heard of the Leadville 100? No. I've heard of Leadville. Yes, well, it's there's a 100-mile race there, mm-hmm. and it is very, very high altitudes. Okay. So for medical reasons, runners are weighed during the Leadville 100. They are pulled from the race. If they lose how much of their body weight during the event? 3%, 7%, or 12%. Oh, my goodness. They lose that much? Yeah, their body weight. 12 because that's shocking. 12. She's going, she's going <laughs> that's <all>. shocking because <laughs> they are almost dead. <laughs> they might already be dead. Is that why they pull them I'm out gonna... and they're just dragging their dead bodies off of the Leadville race? Because that's what would be happening to me. <laughs> that is terrible. I'm, I'm going to go with seven. Seven for yeah. Charlie, 12 for Marcy. Yeah. I wanted to add in that they are dragging off the dead body. Yes. With yeah. 12. 12 <laughs> yeah. being deceased at that point. <laughs> the ding goes to Charlie. Charlie is, man. She's on fire. So let's just think, about, fire. Let's think about that. So let's just say a runner's 100 pounds. Yeah. Like that'd be, that'd be a race. tiny little runner. <laughs> they would be 88 and, pounds. And yeah. Ten year old. That's a lot. That's, That's crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, we're gonna end on a bang. I think you guys are gonna get this one. I thought that before. <laughs> I <hadn't> been wrong. <laughs> I've been proven wrong. What is the world's oldest one hundred mile ultra marathon? Is it the Western States 100. Is it the Lacan Rey Villa Rieca or is it the Annapurna 100? Uh, la, la, that one. The second one? <laughs> the, the one I couldn't B. pronounce? B, Chuck. A B. 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 Um, B. B. The one I couldn't pronounce? Uh, the super uh, long I'm going to go with Western because Tim was shaking his I'm gonna head. I'm going to go no. for C. You're going for, you're going for the Annapurna? Purnia? Mm-hmm. It is the ding goes to Marcy. Woo! Western State. Shocking. It is shocking. Shocking. I have a little uh, little humble brag. I almost earned an entry into Western States. You did. You should have. You should have. I missed it by only three hours. hours. Dude, that's a Batman movie. Mm -hmm. That is a whole. Yeah, it is a Batman movie. That movie. Okay. Now that you mentioned that. Are you going back to the superhero? Did you go? Ba- the Batman movie? Yes. yes. It was an hour too I long. Seen it. They all the superhero movies like are an hour too yeah, long. Yeah, I don't know if I can sit there that long. It's hard and it was we went in the evening and I did not fall asleep because it was actually <laughs> pretty good. It was just too long. Yeah. And it was super dark. I heard that. Something? I heard it was like Dark, very dark. Yeah. The like whole the movie, movie theater was super dark. <laughs> yes, they always are, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> really? Are you serious? Yeah, they turn off the lights. Oh Unless my you go gosh! Go to the kitty movie at eleven a.m. Is that the one you normally no. go to where they keep the lights on? I thought it was cartoons, but it was not. It was actually action <laughs> film and all that. Bad dreams. Well, hey, you guys did awesome. I, I gotta say though, Charlie, you crushed that. She did. She did. I think Charlie got eight. She I'm did. Smart. I think. I think you should. Eight out of eight. I think that means you're a trail runner. Yep. Yeah. We've got to run trails. Now that you're going you to Arkansas. You bad water. That's oh. right. No. <laughs> or then the. get her on one. The one in. We've tri- I've tried. He has tried. She'll do one. No. Not well, at six in the morning. 
No. That's the problem. She, she well, we'll start her on the MB halfer because it's going to start at ten. <laughs> ten o'clock. Ten a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MB halfer. Yeah. And be over at ten fifteen. Something like that. <laughs> Depends on what, how many heats. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You can't get many back there on that little trail. So that's about true. Ten per heat is about what we're. Okay, gonna do. so we're going to have line. it's going twenty four hours then because you're going to have so many people. It may have Five thousand. So <laughs> many people. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all three. The Bazers. <laughs> proud of myself. Thanks, F.A. <laughs> well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 88 of The Big Ass Runner. Thanks to everyone involved with this show for Landon Harrell for that amazing introduction to the great Kelly Fane. Had so much fun with that conversation. Kelly, thank you so much for that. Denny, congratulations on your first place finish at Ramble and the Brambles. And of course, to the Bazers for joining us for that fun and quite interesting round of trail running trivia. And thank you, the Big Ass Runner Herd. One request I have is if you are interested in doing an intro for the show, in doing an Why I Run or My First Trail Race, or you're interested in doing an Inside the Herd, I'd love to know about that. So email me at Jeff, it's super hard to remember this, Jeff at BigAssRunner.com. Jeff at BigAssRunner.com. I would love to hear from you. If you're interested in doing any of those things, let me know. Well, with that, again, thanks so much to our amazing partners. You guys hopefully know by now who they are. We only work with the best people with the best products and the best companies, and that is Path Projects, pathprojects.com for the best apparel that there is. I wear head to toe pretty much. If they made shoes, I'd wear those too, pathprojects.com. Get Salty Britches. Salty Britches is the best chafing ointment out there. GetSaltyBritches.com. Use Big Ass Runner, one word, and get 20% off. And, of course, the best running jackets and vests and T-shirts, by the way. Really cool T-shirts that Sarah designs. VanderJacket.com. And, as always, thanks so much to our audio engineer, Steve Slice and Dice Saunders. But with that, get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. And today is the fourth of the four-part series, but it is amazing. And it is amazing, just like the other four just like the other three were as well. So here's an example where we're going to do some editing. Steve, cut out my crappy question. I Ow. do. A natural. No, she doesn't knock herself out I, I on the microphone. I keep hitting my head on the microphone. <laughs> You're waiting for your blind date. You're scanning the room. You've got minty fresh breath and your oozing charm. Then it hits you. Larry? <laughs> Don't let Bigger Bear make a bad first impression. Go, Bear!